Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Paige with a quick announcement. If you have been enjoying mom's organization motivation podcast, then mark your calendars for September 23rd at 7 PM when the mom's organization motivation podcast goes live on YouTube. So if you've ever been interested in seeing what the heck I do with my hand talking while I'm recording the episodes, along with, of course, lots of visually fun things to watch, like transformations before and afters. And of course, lots of three E's you got to check it out. So September 23rd, 7 PM Pacific standard time, head over to YouTube and check out the mom's organization motivation, YouTube channel. I'll see you there. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today for another episode. We are back to school. And I wanted to talk about how helpful and important a good structured routine can be when we are heading back to school. Now, I may have missed the boat for some of you because maybe this was an episode that would have been helpful before you started, but I want you to know you can decide to do this at any time. So don't feel like if your kids are of a certain age, you've missed the boat. Don't feel like if you've already started and you're in the full swing of school 
and you maybe have missed the boat on getting this started, don't worry, because here's the thing. I talked last week about how important it is to make sure that you are really setting yourself up for the best chance of success. When we talk about prepping our snacks and lunches for the week in just 15 minutes on a Sunday and how that's going to give us that freedom to just sort of calm down and know we don't have to reinvent the wheel every single night or every single morning before the kids are off to school. This is something that we can just focus a little bit of brain power on, on a Sunday getting those things put in place. So it sets us up for the best chance of success for the entire week. Now that's exactly what routines do and prepping ahead, meal prepping, packing your snacks and lunches. That is a lot of the preparation that's going to help you. Additionally, I want to just briefly today talk about how important it is to have a good solid nighttime routine with your kids and also how that's going to translate into the morning. And the interesting thing is I feel like it's almost like a stepping stone because then that's going to end up affecting what it's like getting them out the door and how carpool is going to go in the morning and then how carpool pickup is going to go. By the way, I heard somebody the other day calling it car line. And I thought that maybe I just was not in the know about this new thing people were talking about. They just call about, they call it car line instead of carpooling. And I, I guess we all kind of have our own little names for it. So I'm curious what you guys call it. And when I say carpool, I just mean while we are sitting there either waiting to drop our kids off or sitting there waiting to pick them up. So before we get to that, let's actually start at the beginning, which is not in the morning. Let's talk about a nighttime routine that is actually going to be the beginning of setting your kids up for the best chance of success in their day. So when you talk about a nighttime routine, this is going to be different for everyone. So my kids have always really thrived and done well when we have a set time for bed. It is early and listen, shoot for earlier than you think it's going to be. If you start getting ready earlier, (laughs) this is where even the morning and carpool come into play. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. But if you start earlier, then hopefully you arrive at that time. You really wanted them to be asleep. So I will share with you that we have had some new changes this year. We are, you know, our kids are getting older. Uh, We're going to have an 11 and a seven-year-old this year. They both have birthdays in the fall. We have gone through an amazing summer that was sort of like the post-COVID summer. So look, I know we're still in it. We, I mean, is it not totally what we're all talking about now that vaccines are such a thing and the kids going back and are they still using masks and are they going to be required to get vaccines? I mean, all the things, right? We're definitely still in this and still all talking about it. So this was the summer that I finally felt like as they were a little bit older, that we could get more relaxed with them. Whatever situation you guys are in and whatever sort of summer situation you're coming out of, or if you're listening to this and it's not back to school time anymore, and this is just a delayed episode that you're listening to again, don't feel like you can't dive right in and start making some of these changes and putting in some of these strategies in place to help you guys. It's never too late. Please take that away from this episode. Never too late to start a helpful structured schedule. Now, does that mean everybody's going to be on board right away? Well, that would be dreamy. That's not always real life. If they are amazing, have a cookie. If they are not just anticipate that. I think that when we anticipate that there are going to be problems, we're already prepared. 
right? So just anticipate that there's going to be some pushback. And especially depending on what age kids you've got, I said, I've got a soon to be 11 year old, hello, hormones and attitude. You know, we're, we're hitting that stage. Okay. Please pray for me and I'll pray for you. It's real. We all got to stick together and not let them win. Okay. We're still in control here. That's what I pray. When it comes to the bedtime routine, if you have an older kiddo, it is important that they feel, this is why it's important to start it when they're young, that they feel like they have a little bit of say, right? Because there's going to be that pushback. If they listen to you the first time that you suggest something, congratulations. That is amazing. And you should celebrate that. Cheers. Okay. What we decided when they were very young is, and don't make fun of me for this, is we were going to start the nighttime routine the second they got home from school. What I mean by that is we would actually have them come in from school and they would set their backpacks down. And now they know they have to like put their snack and lunch on the kitchen counter. And that's whenever I start that snack and lunch, putting away and sorting and all that kind of stuff. Like I talked about on last episode, but then the second that they would set their stuff down before we did anything else, they would use the restroom, wash their hands and get off those dirty clothes from the day. Now, if it was a particular, uh, sweaty day, <laughs> then they would immediately just go get in the shower. I would joke with Duke and I'd say, okay, Duke, we got a shower off the kindergarten. So basically they're refreshed. They've had a little downtime, whether it's a bath or a shower, they've had some calm down time. It just feels amazing. They start physically feeling great. It gives them a little mental break between school and perhaps starting homework or whatever it is you guys are going to do next. And so that is just kind of a lovely thing. So when I would have them come in, they would do that. And then they would immediately put on their pajamas. Well, when they put on their pajamas, a lot of times, well, for my kids, we have uniforms, school uniforms, whether you have uniforms or you don't just have your kiddos or you go ahead and lay out their clothes for the next day. That is a huge part of the nighttime routine, setting the clothes out complete with undies, socks, the shoes they're going to wear. If they put on sunscreen, they want to have their sunscreen set out. They want to prep their toothbrush and their toothpaste, maybe perhaps out on the counter, if that's something for the morning, anything that you can think of that you might need that would be helpful in the morning, do it at night. Just like the snack and lunch prep, do it at night. Don't wait till the morning. Obviously, sometimes this happens for whatever reason. If you get in very late and you're spent and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it in the morning. You already have it prepped. You can, but I highly recommend doing all of these things at night. Then the kiddos would do whatever they needed to do, you know, homework, or a lot of times I'll show up at carpool with a snack for them. But if they wanted to eat more, or if they didn't get that snack and they want to actually sit down and eat that, that would be the time to do that. But they're clean. You know, they've showered off. They don't have on their yucky clothes. Their clothes for the next day are laid out. That's when we really start nighttime stuff, because then it is, if you have an extracurricular activity after school, you would obviously go to this first. And that is another thing you would want to prep ahead for. You would want to do that when you're prepping for the next day's clothes, go ahead and prep. If they have to have a different, you know, like soccer uniform or something like that. And that's the kind of stuff that you want to already have in the car. So just a heads up, if you have an extracurricular activity that would be inserted, they are not coming home and getting the shower and doing all of this. 
So once you are now in for the night, I should say, and homework has been done and it now is, you know, time for you to eat and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to be like, oh yeah, we still have to do baths and showers and we still have to do, you know, all of that stuff. All of that stuff already got done so soon that you're now ready to have a great meal together. And then you might want to take some of those leftovers, add to whatever the snack and lunch prep was. If you needed to do that, if you listened last week, you heard me say you can prep as much as you want on Sunday. And then occasionally we'll pull from a leftover from a meal and include that in their snack and lunch for the next day as well. So then when it comes time for them to actually go to sleep, this is when I really, you know, the old teacher in me totally comes out. And I really think that it's important to start giving them a time clock and a countdown because kids sometimes need transition time. So I want to tell you that a lot of these things that I'm suggesting I have in my online courses. So if you head over to everythingwithstyle.com, you will find there's an online courses tab. If you look for my services, online courses tab are going to give you all different options. You're going to have the free masterclass, and then you're going to have the home course, the organize and style your wardrobe, the kids and the schedule. So there's several different courses in there that you can take. This one that you're going to hear a lot about the kids routine is actually going to be in the online kids course and then a little bit of it as well in your schedule course. So do go check those out and I will make sure I promise you I'll post those links and show notes below. You can check those out. Additionally, there are tons of little freebies in there to get you started. So don't feel like you immediately have to go toward the paid courses. If there are some things you just want to test out a little bit, check out all of those freebies as well. So as I was saying, when you're talking about the nighttime routine, you want to start to backtrack and you want to make sure that you're giving them those warnings. Then it's so nice to be able to do a calm, lovely nighttime routine. And I just always found with my kids that included reading books. And I said, books multiple. If you have a little, little, you can obviously read multiple books. If you have a bigger, big, then perhaps you guys are in chapter books. And so perhaps this is when you get to have multiple chapters. And then as they get older, when that routine has already been put in place, they're going to be just so independent that they know how it works. They're going to be able to read sooner they get to bed the more chapters they get to read, they're going to get to do that. And then they will obviously be able to watch the time, have that independence and know, okay, now it's time. We're going to turn the light out. So this stuff starts really young. If your kids are no, no longer super young and you're now getting to the older stage, I'm going to repeat, it's never too late to start this plan. So have a conversation with your kids figure out what's age appropriate at this time. And you guys decide to start dropping in some of these things. Now, the reason I said that your morning or your day, a successful day starts with the great nighttime routine is because when your kids have great sleep, they're just going to do better the next day. I'm going to breeze through a quick morning routine because basically what I want you to understand is we keep this as fast as possible. I have two littles. And while they love each other so much, they fight like cats and dogs. Sometimes they are made cut from different molds. They, they, they were made differently. When God made them, he said, you're going to be polar opposites in some respects. And what I have learned, and especially mama is not a morning person. So you better believe when I'm packing the snacks and lunches, I am packing my almond milk creamer, prepping that rather prepping my almond milk creamer in my travel mug 
it sits next to their snack and lunches. And when my daughter gets up in the morning, she goes down, she pops mom's coffee right into that coffee maker while I'm helping Duke get up and get ready. We all have our snacks and lunches then put into the lunch bags by her, or excuse me, put into the backpacks by her. And we are out the door as fast as possible. Within that transition in the morning, everything that you can prep the night before is just going to lend itself to a smoother morning. I remember in the early days, I wouldn't allow the TV to get turned on in the morning because that was just a distraction. And then pulling them away from that was always hard. I will allow them. We'll see how this year is going to pan out, but so far it's okay if it's turned on a little bit. But what I found is that sometimes we just can get out the door a whole lot faster if we don't have that additional element and something else on in the background, you know? So that's up to you. That's something you want to do. If you guys don't have any kind of screen time or anything in the morning, you do you, that's totally fine. Sometimes I'm a little more flex about it right now, being a little more relaxed about it in the past, it was miserable. So there was no TV in the mornings. So I also mentioned, I said, I had my, my coffee that I would prep the night before. Oftentimes for my kids, we don't do a big breakfast because they just aren't hungry enough to eat it. And for a little while I thought, oh, we need to get up extra early so that we would have time for that. Nobody wanted it that early in the morning. And so we've just gotten really creative with the things that we're eating. I want to encourage you that if you feel like you have to be a slave to the cereal or the bar or the waffle or the oatmeal or the eggs and the bacon or whatever it is that you feel is breakfast food, don't feel like you have to just do breakfast food. If your kids eat lunchtime or dinner time foods better in the mornings because it sits with their tummies a little bit better and maybe it's less sugary, do that. I have found that sometimes the best way to go is just a hard boiled egg. Sometimes they say, nope, we're not into that right now. So that morning, perhaps it is some toast with some almond butter or peanut butter and banana slices on top. Sometimes it is dry Nutri-grain bar or a waffle as we walk out the door. I just have learned not to put so much pressure on us in the morning with breakfast because my kids aren't into it. So again, please, you do you and you decide what makes the most sense for you. If you really take pride in those amazing breakfasts in the morning, and this is your time that you and the kids bond and you set intentions for the day, or you have your prayer time, any of that stuff, please, this is the time to inject that delightfulness into your mornings. And when you do that, making sure that you're prepping for any of those things the night before, as much as you can is going to lend itself to a better morning. So uh, I did mention prayer time. I will mention that I listened years ago to a pastor, Steve, who talked to us about how he started something when his kids were really little. And that was a prayer on the way to school every morning. And I loved that. And we've been doing it ever since. So ever since Duke was barely even talking, we've been doing that. And now he leads the prayers oftentimes. And sometimes he'll say, I'll do it. And then you do it. And then Izzy, you do it. So it's very sweet. And I find that it reminds them to think about others. So obviously lots of COVID prayers, lots of prayers for people who are sick, lots of prayers for uh, their classmates, and then obviously prayers for each other. So it's just a really sweet thing to do. And it just 
you know, kind of reminds them to not be so selfish. Uh, this is also a great opportunity to take, to talk to your kids. I, I say, talk to them. Yes. You can specifically choose to talk to them about this, but I will say if, if there had been any issue before, let's say maybe <laughs> I'm just going to pull from real life experience, any sort of girl drama where maybe somebody's feelings got hurt or something, or perhaps maybe somebody was playing a little too physically aggressively at school because he was just really excited to be there with his buddies, any of those things. It's really kind of nice when you and the Lord can come together and tackle that in the mornings and include that in your prayers. That way you don't really feel like you're berating your kids, you know, on the way to school. And then it puts out a bad vibe. Like you better not, you know, hit little Jimmy, you better have a better, you know, really, I don't even know you got whatever. We don't do that because that doesn't set them up for the best chance of success, right? Instead, we just enlist good old Jesus up there to, you know, come to our knee or help here, support. And we just say, Lord, please, if you will just encourage the kids to be loving and kind today as they go about their day and they make sure that the words that come out of their mouth are kind and respectful. And if they feel like they're not going to be that they keep those thoughts and feelings to themselves and they can say a little prayer to you, you know, it's like, it doesn't feel like it's you telling them what to do as much as you're just enlisting God's help. You know what I'm saying? Tap into that resource in the morning on the way to school. I also like to tap into that resource when I pick them up from school, because the first thing they're going to say, I always tell them is say, hi, mom, how was your day? Because they forget to ask us and we're humans too. So I like to remind the kids, say, hi, mom, how was your day? And if they had a really crummy day, which we all know that happens, it's okay for us to read that on their face. And when they get in the car, obviously shift a bit. I get it. But really reminding them that you're a human too. And to ask about your day, sometimes you have to program them to say that. And then they start to actually care and they start to actually do that organically, which is very sweet. So there's that. But I also like to say a little prayer. If they do get in the car and you can tell they're down or they're bummed out, then sometimes the best thing to do as we're pulling away in carpool and everybody's buckling up and I'm tossing little snacks back in the back seat. And I just say, you know what, let me just say a little prayer for us. Lord, thank you so much for this day. I just want to ask that if anything happened at school today that bummed us out or made us down, that we'll be willing to share this in a calm way, you know, blah, 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 like put your own spin on it. Right. So that is just a way to get them to come off of that frustrated high or that low, whatever they're feeling in that moment. And then also encourage them to, again, take a breath and then to think about others, because sometimes this makes the most sense for one of the siblings to hang on while the other one shares because they had either an awesome day or maybe a not so great day. So these are the kinds of things that we always make sure that we do just in an effort to set our kids up for the best chance of success. Now that we're back to school, we're coming off of the summer craziness and more relaxed rules, putting in those routines, staying consistent. This is a huge thing. If your kids know what to expect when they get in your car, if they know what to expect when they get home from school, if they know what to expect when they wake up in the morning and are getting ready for school, it will be so much smoother. And I also want to remind you when you take a look at some of the different things that you can find at everythingwithstyle.com and also in the show notes here, I want you to also remember that 
this might be a time that your kids need extra encouragement in the form of a sticker chart or some sort of reward system. We have something we like to call the rock star jar. Sometimes that's on hiatus and we take a little break. Like over the summer, we didn't do any rock star jarring. Um, in the past, that's been very helpful. And so sometimes we have to re-enlist those things that we've done in the past, even if maybe some of your bigger kids feel like this is a little babyish. They don't feel like it's a really mature thing to do. Let them know that they can still sort of take the wheel and guide this and make it a more tailor fitted situation for them. That's going to work best for them. Okay. So I will definitely talk about more sticker charts and reward charts and, you know, rock star jars and all that kind of stuff on future episodes. We'll talk about kind of how we run that at our house, but again, check out the show notes because all of that stuff is in my online courses. And I tailor made them for the busy mom of littles who is on the go. So you can listen to them in your car. You can listen with the kids around. You can put them in your earbuds and be listening in there as well. There are videos, there are easy printable PDFs that are checklists that are going to be helpful for you for your kids. So check out the online courses. The kids one in particular is going to be super helpful, especially with all this back to schooling. All right. Hope you all have the most amazing school year. And I will talk to you next week from our organization motivation. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the mom's organization motivation podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.